0: It's not good enough for radio. It's the Monkey Wedding Podcast Show. Hello. Welcome to the Monkey Wedding Podcast. We're Monkey Wedding. This is a podcast. That was an introduction. Enjoy.
1: The first woman has stepped onto the moon. Apollo Girl Power has landed. OK, well done on a perfect landing. Your level's looking good down here. What are the conditions like up there? Oh! Well, woman, one, are you reading me? What's the matter?
2: Oh! Houston, we have a problem.
1: What? What? What's the problem?
2: It's a code red situation.
1: God, what? Are you running out of oxygen? Has your pod dumped its load?
2: You couldn't say that. I've, I've just started my period. Oh. I should have known. I always get my period on a full
1: moon. Uh, okay. Yeah, you do know the whole world is watching this historic moment.
2: Oh, I feel so weak, like I'm on another planet.
1: But uh, what? I mean, that's understandable, though it is technically a satellite.
2: I feel like someone's satellite to my downstairs lady portions. Uh,
1: okay. Uh, right, uh, well, can you just, uh, move into position and, uh, stick the flag in? You are the first woman on the moon. Stop shouting at me! Uh, okay, sorry, okay, can you just, uh, just take a photo and we can get you back down to Earth?
2: It's not really time for a selfie. I'm dressed in white and look like the Ace of Hearts. Uh, uh,
1: okay, okay, the, uh, the boots have tampons.
2: What are you talking about? There's no boots up here. No,
1: no, the the boots and the spacesuit, they're lined with tampons. Oh, damn. I took those off ages ago. What? What, you're on the surface of the moon in bare feet? Yeah, my ankles get really swollen when I'm on. But without your boots on, you'd freeze to death. Hello, woman one? Are you receiving me? Over. Over. Are you receiving me? Well, um, it seems quite clear that uh, one small step for a woman is clearly too much of an ask. Am I right, fellas?
2: Do you think that's a little bit sexist,
1: Bruce? Yeah, but this was written by you. Oh, yeah. Must have been on my period. (laughs) (laughs) So, Mr and Mrs Ross, I see it's six weeks since we diagnosed little Danny with severe lactose intolerance.
2: Yes, that's right.
1: And we planned a milk-free diet for him together, didn't we? So, how's that going? Um,
2: to be honest... Not very well, I'm afraid.
1: Oh dear. I thought it was much better without the milk.
2: Well, yes, of course. He's far less sick, but it's just... The diet's very difficult to follow. It's expensive, and Danny really misses all the things his friends have, like ice cream and milkshakes. Right. But as you know, Sawyer brings him out in a rash, and he's a very fussy eater. He won't drink nut milks,
1: and he hates oats. I see. Well, have you tried using semen? I'm sorry? Look, using human seminal fluid as a milk substitute is highly nutritious and very inexpensive.
2: Are you...? But but that's disgusting. How dare you suggest that?
1: No, listen. The latest research reveals that spunk is a potent superfood. Superfood? Oh, yeah. It's full of essential selenium, glycoproteins and enzymes. Uh, What? Uh, Mr Ross, your equipment is working, I trust. Well, yes, but... But then you've got plentiful supply on tap. The porridge in your gun, Mr Ross, is a powerful antidepressant and prevents cancer. Oh, this is ridiculous. You're sick. Look, cum is an incredible versatile cooking ingredient. It's an alternative to cream, or you can leave it to thicken a little to make a healthy yoghurt. Yoghurt? Yeah, the fructose in your jizz is ideal for a child's sweet tooth. And it's even tasty if you eat some strawberries first, Mr Ross. Strawberries? You can get cookbooks. The, the one on my shelf has got an excellent recipe for beef stroking off. So, how much is needed for these recipes? For the recommended diet, I would say about six ejaculations a day. Six?! It's just a matter of getting into the habits. A bit like juicing, only with less washing up. And, Mrs Ross, you could help out with the manual labour.
2: Well, I suppose we should think of Danny's health. And he does miss his strawberry yoghurt. Exactly.
1: One word of warning, though. Do not feed your son directly from the meaty bottle, so to speak. We don't want the police or social services round now, do we?
2: No, 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 of course not.
1: I, I'm still not sure about this. i tell you what, I have some cottage cheese here that I made myself all of yesterday. I'd only yesterday. Why don't you try some? So, what do you think?
0: It's very salty.
2: Oh, it's actually rather good. I think Danny might like it. We should go home and try making a panna cotta, darling. <coughs>
1: If you're sure, dear. Great. See you in another six weeks.
0: Pigs for sale. Finest pigs in all of Nazareth. Pigs for sale. I say, you must be new here. Beg your pardon? This isn't some parochial market, friend. This is the Nazareth Dealers and Consumers Market. Or as we like to call it, the NASDAQ. Tell you what, since you're fresh at this, I'll give you a few pointers as to how the market works. I've sold pigs from Babylon to Damascus. I think I know how a market works. Not a market, the market. We're bringing the barter economy into the first century. Take old Slasher Henry over there. He trades in cow futures. Cow... futures? Potential cows. Oh. He sells bull semen. No, no. You pay him now, and in a year or two, he supplies you with a cow. You'll find cows that don't exist? Now you're getting it. Myself, I tend to trade in stocks. Chicken stock, mostly... But I'm working on cornering the market in beef broth and camel stew as well. And everyone here engages in this sort of thing? Oh yes, although it's not all fun and games. Poor old Dog Gobbler Jones nearly lost his house after the subprime rib market collapsed. Slasher Henry? Dog Gobbler Jones? What's with the names? Got to have a nickname. That's how the old boys know you're one of them. Take the Chinese fellow over there and his rather well-proportioned sister, for example. They sell these fantastic exploding fireworks, so we call them Boom and Bust. And why are those men pushing pigs back and forth all over the place? Ah, that's this new thing, high-frequency bartering. The chaps tell me it's terribly important for market liquidity or some such. As I understand it, the frequent sales of the pigs and their resulting movement about the market leads them having rather bad bouts of motion sickness. This in turn causes their bowels to turn to liquid. It's a fantastic boon to the fertiliser industry. Is this the only market like this? There used to be one in Cairo. Unfortunately, the Nile has a rather bad tendency to flood. The townsfolk are still grumbling about having to bail them out. So, let me get this straight. I can sell sick pigs that I don't even own to people with made-up names, and if it all goes wrong, the locals will clean up the mess. That's about the long and the short of it, yes. Mm, Sign me up. Ah, the madam of this establishment.
2: Oh, hello, Mr Hintlesham. I'm the head nurse on this ward, if that's what you mean. What are you doing out of bed? Is everything all right? It most certainly is not. Your staff are absolutely appalling. Oh dear. Sorry to hear you're unhappy. What have they done? Well, it's more
0: what they haven't done. They're not providing the full service they should be. For
2: example? Well, take Yasmin, for instance. Yesterday she took me into the shower. That's it? We have to keep you clean, Mr. Hinglesham... And you're well enough now for assisted showers. But she removed my clothes and started soaping me all over, in the most intimate of places. And then she
0: winked at me, so she must fancy me. But when it was clear that I was, you know, ready, and I was looking forward to a bit of fun, she just dressed me in pyjamas and put me back to bed. Little cocktease.
2: I see. Mr
0: Hintlesham, I And you're even worse. Every day you start a lap dance on me
2: touch my body, get me into a state of frenzied excitement, then you just leave. i just come round to change your colostomy bag and check the monitors to see how you're doing.
0: I'll tell you how I'm doing. I'm incredibly frustrated. This can't be good for my health. So what are you suggesting? Well, first of all, your staff need to tidy themselves up a bit. The women need short PVC skirts, stockings and suspenders.
2: The way nurses are supposed to look. Mr. Hintlesham, this is a hospital, not string fellows. And I have to say, your views are very outdated and offensive. Do you mind? I'm a man of the modern world. I know there are plenty of male nurses
0: here as well. I'm not gay myself, but I'm fine with the fact that you cater for all persuasions. The problem is, your nurses aren't willing to go the whole hog. So you expect my nurses to have regular sexual intercourse with you? Of course. It's the best sort of care you can provide your patients. It's not fair that you withhold life's pleasures from me. I'm not a well man. I might not have much time
2: left. Now look, Mr Hintlesham. This is an NHS hospital. We're all overworked and underpaid here enough as it is. So please stop wasting our time with these outrageous demands. If you want something more bespoke, you'll have to sign up to Bupa. I already have. But I'm here because the Daily Mail said that
0: NHS nurses were dirtier. I've got plenty of money. Retired hedge fund
2: manager, you know. So you'd be prepared to pay extra for special services? I would remunerate you most generously in cash. Right. In that case, come along with me. It's time for your shower, Mr. Hintlesham.
0: This summer, coming to a theatre near you, minimal impact. The world is facing impending disaster from a comet hurtling towards a date with the end of the world. Oh, your majesty, the Royal Astronomer has confirmed the Arthur Daly Comet will hit the Earth in less than four hours. Whatever shall we do?
2: (laughs) I will turn to the one man the public trusts to deal with the crisis.
0: This summer's blockbuster stars Arnold
3: Schwarzenegger as our saviour. Good morning, and welcome to the Jeremy Kyle Show. I am Jeremy Kyle. And
0: he's going to deal with this unwanted visitor the only way he knows how.
3: Madam, I have your test results here. I can tell in the audience who the father of your baby boy is. It's, it's the comet. This has blown my mind.
2: the daly's comet and he's coming to visit his son
3: your story is out of this world we will provide counseling to everyone with graham and the boys i must tell the queen a heartwarming story about a celestial body
0: who only wanted to be a good father though the world was against him
2: i hear george osborne has been dispatched to stop the comet He says he can destroy it with a single punch.
3: This is terrible. It's the kid what matters here. What is he thinking? Can Jeremy Kyle stop George Osborne before he ruins the father-son reunion? Mr. Chancellor, sir, you are a disgrace.
1: But I have to save the earth or everyone will die.
3: Can Jeremy Kyle get the world to see the truth? For this week's show, I am in Sputnik. I am pleased to tell our viewers we have an exclusive interview with the Comet. Tell everyone at home, why haven't you seen your son before? What sort of parent do you call yourself? Will George Osborne stop the Comet before it gets to see its
0: firstborn son?
1: Why is Jeremy Kahn trying to stop me from saving the earth?
0: In cinemas this summer... Minimal
3: impact. I'll be back after the break.
0: Okay, Pratik, you're a bit simple, so we'll do this easily. Come and see Monkey Wedding. Come and see Monkey Wedding on the 12th. On the 12th. 13th. 13th. 14th. 14th. 15th. 15th. 15th, 16th. 16th. And 22nd. 17th. No, and 22nd. 18th. 22nd. 22nd. Of August. August? At the Camden Fringe. At the Camden Fringe. It'll be great. It will be fantastic. It's at the Rabbit Hole in Hampstead. But isn't it the Camden Fringe? Yeah, we weren't good enough. (laughs) (laughs) Hiya. I I thought I'd play you a little song that I wrote about growing up and some of the changes that we all go through, coming to terms with them and finally finding acceptance. When I was just a little boy, I used to roam through the village, chasing ducks and teasing cats. Then came the nuclear spillage. Now I hide my face from the sun, ashamed of what I've become. I'm the radioactive half man cat. The radioactive half man cat. I used to wish that I could fly. Now I just wish that I could die. The radioactive half man cat. The radioactive half man cat spent many years living all on my own Cowering beneath a stone But then I learned how to love myself I finally learned how to pleasure myself Now that I know just who I am I can return to my village Leave my stone, go back home. There my story could finish. But in the night, the villagers came, brandishing pitch and flame. But I'm radioactive, the radioactive half-man, cat The radioactive half-man, cat your flame holds no fear. I pick my teeth with your spear. The radioactive Hoffman half cat. The radioactive Hoffman half cat. Then at last the villagers were slain. The moral of this, I'm sure, is plain. Except other people for who they are, or I will creep up to you in the dark. Murder your family and take your life And as I wipe your blood from my knife I'll sing you a song so we know it's all All alright Thanks for listening If you liked it, then tell your friends and leave a nice review on iTunes. Also, if you're in London, do come along to our Camden Fringe show. We'd love to see you there. You can book tickets at camdenfringe.com. The music from the yoghurt sketch was photo Theme window-like by Anthony Rayakov, and the fancy film score for Minimal Impact was First Flight by Ramesses B. If you'd like to hear more of their stuff, you can find links to both artists in the show notes. If you'd like to get in touch, you can find us on both Facebook and Twitter if you search for Monkey Wedding. We'd love to hear from you. As I'm sure is now obvious, we really don't have anything better to do. Thanks. Bye. My
2: vagina has landed. I'm just going to have a little
3: selection of clips just for myself. (laughs)